more time with uh, John Carter. We just had a few technical difficulties, but hopefully we're past those. And I just want to say that, again, I'm delighted, so delighted to have Heather Rayner back on as co-host. And John and Donna, good to have you both on here with us. Uh, I only got to talk with you a little bit briefly, John, before we started. And I was already fascinated just in the five to ten minutes that we had to talk because you're bringing something into the world from the heavens that the world needs to hear. So, Heather, would you mind introducing him again? I would appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. So John Carter is an amazing worship leader. He is, I would call, a real heavenly realm worship leader. So he doesn't play songs with three verses in a chorus where you put uh, the words up and everyone follows along. And, you know, I love the songs. They can really bring things to God, but John really taps into what, what God is doing. And he he plays worship in a way that is it's like singing out prophetically what God is doing and taking us into it, up into it. So um, good. And it's been such a, a pleasure, pleasure and privilege, John, to um, be in uh, your worship leading and, and talk to you about it. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing a lot more about that later on. Um, I was I was fascinated by your you're telling me that you had what the sound sun makes from the, the Hubble telescope. That you use in in worship sessions. That's just amazing. Right, right. But um, John, it's obvious that you you are ascending. You have found heavenly realms. You have found Father in in an extraordinary way. But um, a very few of us are are born with that understanding. Have you got a story to tell us? Yeah, and uh, it's been quite a journey. Uh, because I was um, brought up in the traditional evangelical conservative uh, Christian environment, yeah. uh, born into it, lived my almost my entire life in it, um, came to know Christ uh, at a Billy Graham crusade. It was a powerful experience. Uh, um, that was really the, the first time in my life that I felt a tangible presence and reality that God is real and not just something somebody my parents were telling me about I was only 13 at the time and and I threw myself into everything about the church uh, Bible studies uh, uh, youth groups camp you know the whole nine yards uh, and and went through the majority of my life in that framework of the evangelical way of looking at our relationship with God and it seemed really great, except for the fact that I'm also a very creative individual. I was always painting or doing music, always thinking out of the box. And somehow my life felt uncomfortable. There felt like something wasn't right. I couldn't integrate how creative I was with the walls of the box that seemed to, to hem me in, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway... Uh, it wasn't until the mid-70s when uh, the Lord began to make me aware of him in very dramatic ways. Uh, in the mid-70s, I went through a divine healing. Uh, I went through. I experienced and received a divine healing. I had, from uh, as a small child, had real issues with sinus problems and breathing problems in my head not out of my chest but in my head and my mother god bless her had found what she thought was the <laughs> was antihistamines and over the years i got to the point where i was addicted to them and without them i couldn't breathe wow well we had this we were part of a church that had small home groups on friday nights and there was the group that we were in had seven couples two of which uh, were very strong spirit-filled anointed couples and my wife uh, told him, I think we need to pray for John because every time he bows his head to pray or does something, he can't breathe. And, and they said, absolutely. So they put a chair in the middle of the room, gathered around me. Uh, these two couples stood behind me. They laid hands on me, began to pray in the spirit. And I felt the electricity 
from the top of my head down to the soles of my feet and back up. It was like a circuit was was connected. And literally in the room, everybody heard the snapping and the popping and the cracking as everything was realigned inside my face, inside my head. And I never had a sinus condition issue since. Wow. It's only been maybe a couple of times in all of the years since the 70s that I've even had a cold. Wow. So that is incredible. That is it's an amazing. amazing testimony. It's amazing. so great to hear. It's so great to hear. And it's so great to have Donna on with you as well. Mm -hmm. hey, it's so lovely to see you. It's so great to see you both. Yes. And may I ask Donna a couple of questions as well, John? Go right ahead. Yes. So, Donna, what's your story? How did you find Heavenly Realms? How did, oh, okay. How did I find out? Through John. <laughs> well, my story is I um, was looking for God in all the wrong places. You know, I came out of the New Age experience yes. because... I, I knew uh, my mother passed away when I was 17, and I knew that there was something more, uh, knew that there was something more than, um, you know, just what the church was presented. I was brought up a Methodist and liked the church, but uh, there was just, uh, when I went, I said, there's got to be more to God than what you're presenting. So I went looking for God elsewhere, you know, and, and, and did that. So, uh through through much of I lived in an ashram you know I mean I was really seeking the truth I was seeking truth not just a place to belong but seeking truth seeking God so he revealed himself believe it or not uh, a, a friend invited me to an, an agape meeting and I didn't know what it was I said just don't preach to me she says well this is a meeting they're going to be talking about TM and still the mind control this all this other stuff and I said been there done that but you know who knows I might hear something now so I went and I found out it was an agape meeting and I was just like and she was talking all the things against these things and I was just like how narrow <laughs> you people are just so narrow maybe it's not right for you but it's, it's you know it could be right for somebody else you know and, and I just left in a huff two weeks later bottom and the lord just just oh wow i just said to my friend i said are you going to church she says yes i said well i'll go with you and she says on our way she she was going to a very lively assemblies of god church and she says this is a little bit different i said what i've seen people barking and stuff in the you know Wow. Yeah. So uh, she says, well, okay. So we went and immediately I walked through the doors and I could feel the love. I just felt the substance of love. I just was like, okay, this is, this is weird. <laughs> this is very strange to me. So I'm sitting there and he gives an altar call at the end and I'm just boo-hooing. And I said, Yeshua, Jesus, if you could do one thing for me, take this confusion from me. Because at that point I was so confused about so many things, so many voices. And immediately it was like, I could see, I was blind and now I can see. So I, you know, I was boohooing and he's like, okay, you come up to the front. I, could, I said, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. So all of a sudden I feel this arm around me. I see this in his prayer, you know, that whole thing. And, and she just, um, just puts her arm around me and I looked at her and she, it was a lady that was speaking two weeks ago at the women's aglow and I said now I understand what you're saying and I, I believe you you know so my journey was was also into the into the I was always in that vein of outside of the box I really wasn't in the box <laughs> always looking for 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 more you know lord there's got to be more and and i came to the place where i was reading the word from an eternal and kingdom perspective and holy spirit was opening up the word to me from that place and i'd go to church and hear it and go that's not what it's saying that's not what it's saying and john and i met and we um well that was miraculous but through his music it was just like his music was drawing me in I was yeah. just like, oh, we're going places. So 
through coming here to North Carolina and going to Scotts and, and just delving in. The Lord brought us into a, a quantum view and then we went into the mystic view and we went on this journey together of God opening up a lot of things to us. And um, that, we now we're, we're now we're we're definitely going into the ascension place and and so much more. So it's beautiful and and anyway, love that so much. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's great to have you guys in in global community. Sure, wonderful, wonderful to have you tracking with us and learning Hebrew and coming stuff. And it's just awesome to hear your story. So, John, we got to where you. You were miraculously healed. <coughs> that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Join Heavenly Realms and, and dive into God and, and, and wonderful well, things. You know, well, you know, you would think that that would happen. You know, that the box walls had come down, but they didn't. Uh, you know, I, I, I knew there was more, but then it was it's still in the 70s. Now it was in the late 70s. Um, again, I'd always loved the Word of God. I, I, I just. Uh, I would read it all the time. I'd be praying it. I'd be preaching it. I love to talk. I'd be talking it. And I was working at a job second shift that was about 45 minutes from home. And I was in the car alone and I'm driving along and I'm just, I'm just kind of preaching a message, right? And for the first time in my life, I heard God speak audibly. He was right in the car with me. And he said, I hear your heart. I'm calling you out. Come, come follow me. And so, and so I knew I was called into ministry. I, I told my wife, she she agreed. Uh, we told the home group and they were ecstatic. And one of the two of the very powerful spirit-filled people, couples uh, came up to me and he said, John, I witnessed to that. And he says, I wanna make a proposal. He said, I wanna pay all of your, I'm willing to pay all of your expenses and move your family to California and pay all of the expenses for your education at Melody Land. And I did not, I knew that Melody Land was this great big training center, great big place, fantastic place, but it was still so foreign to me, it kind of shook me up. I thought about it and I pulled myself back and ended up going to a very conservative school in Chicago to get my degree. And, oh. and 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 stayed in the box, began pastoring, pastored two Baptist churches over a period of 20 years. That that seemed okay. Everything was going all right. I was still, you know, doing what I wanted to do. But but there was everything wasn't good. I was married at the time, but the marriage was not good. In 1993, I went through a divorce. I my entire life collapsed. Uh, <laughs> overnight, you can't be a Baptist pastor and go through a divorce and keep your ministry. So I lost the ministry. I lost my job. I lost my family. I lost community. This was in a rural area of New England. And for an extended period of time, I was completely alone. And while some people were saying that must have been terrible, it was the opposite. It was in that time of being set apart or set aside that my deepest experiences with God began to unfold. Wow. Music and the creative side of me began to expand exponentially. In 1995, this was when Toronto was, was just absolutely floating all over the place. Um, and it, where I was at in New England, revival was, was growing hot and I was baptized in the spirit in 95. And that was just as defining, if not more so than when I went forward to and, and received Christ because he, Holy Spirit just literally sat on top of me until he was done doing what he was doing. And, and it was, I got up and I was off and running, ran the revival circuit up in New England for up until uh, early 2000s, uh, and then at the prompting of some friends who had moved to Florida, they said, come down here, we need help in a church down here, you'd be good for us. I came down in 2003 to Florida, it didn't work. It wasn't the timing of God, it wasn't the right thing for me. Went back to New England, and then 2007, I'm kind of speeding through this because there's a lot of details, but 2007 was, was a landmark year. 
It was a decade year to begin with because I turned 60 in 2007. But also in that time frame, I had two dramatic encounters with God. One earlier in the, the springtime when sitting alone in my apartment, I heard what I thought was a massive accident outside. It was that loud. It was a metallic thumping and, and clanging. And, and I went, what just happened? And the Lord spoke and he said, I have shifted your paradigm. <laughs> oh, wow. And he said, I, you will no longer think as you once thought, see as you once saw, speak as you once spoke, believe as you once believed, live as you once lived. I've shifted your paradigm from the earthbound realities of the kingdom of men to the eternal, to the heavenly realities of the eternal kingdom of God. Your paradigm is now shifted. You'll never be the same. Wow. Wow. And I've never been the same since. Toward the end of 2007, uh, he, he woke me up with the simple words, it's time to go back. And I knew he was talking about Florida. I called some friends. They, they said yes. In fact, the one lady, the wife of the man I was calling, started laughing. She said, as soon as you called, I knew it was you because the Lord said he's coming back. And so I went down and got involved in the same ministry I'd been involved with down there before, but it was a whole different dynamic. That's when I met Donna. My husband, first husband passed away in 2007. Yeah, we have a wonderful story. I won't take the time to go because there is between divine visions and, and prophetic word is what brought us together. But God brought us together. And, and uh, we were married in 2009. Uh, we're coming up on 10 years next month. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, then in 2010, we founded Taste of Manna. Uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And the mandate we knew then, and it's still the same, was to bring the reality of what it is to uh, engage the earth from our place in heaven. We keep talking about, Lord, we want it on earth as it is in heaven. And my question is, how do we know as it is in heaven if we're never there? We yeah. never go there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. So, through the music and through teaching, uh, Taste of Manna has had that mandate. And then in 2008, we were exposed. We came up to North Carolina for a brief little vacation. We, we knew this was the place we were supposed to be. And we were, the Lord brought us into uh, here uh just about four years ago now we're getting ready to make one more move and that is over closer into the moravian falls area uh because i'm a mountain guy we've been called to the mountains and that's exactly where we're going so right now we're a part of a a, a real phenomenal group of people new day church in colfax and uh we have the opportunity there just to expand the kingdom with them uh, and it's class awesome. in September, you know, on this very stuff, you know, a lot of this. Yeah. Well, I have to ask it because I'm, I'm, I'm making an assumption in my, in my heart, just kind of putting two and two together. But, <clears throat> uh, you know, Chris Carter's. So, do you know John Graham? Yes, sir. Okay, and so. Oh, we love John. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We did a yeah. conference with him. John taught, and, and John Graham taught, and Chris taught. Yeah, we were just all, and John did the music, of course. Yeah, John is with us here in uh, Sacramento. He uh, he um, mm -hmm. is with us at the Kingdom Equipping Center. So, love John yeah. Graham. Yes, yes. yes. Sweet, sweet, sweet man. Yes. yes. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead if you don't mind, and I'm I'm gonna ha I'm gonna make a couple of mute things here, a couple of things mute because I wanna I wanna share your website. And uh, share mm -hmm. a little, a couple, uh, probably just one because I'm not so sure what the sound is doing yet. There's some, there's still some things going on, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. You guys won't be able to see it, but everybody else that's watching live will be able to see it. So I'm just going to play that one song that I had uh, brought up before. So um, here we go. I'm going to do this and um, I'm going to play, actually. This is your website here, and if everyone looks at this, then they can see that on the worship side, I'm going to click on that, and I'm just going to play a little bit of this right here. It's really beautiful.
Beautiful meditative music. Love that. So, if uh, you get a chance, I definitely encourage you to go to his website. It's tasteofmana.net. So again, tasteofmana.net. I'll put it in the comments. Are we going to do a, a screen share that at all? Have you have you got that up on your? Uh, that's what I was computer? saying. You won't be able to see it there. If you look online, it came up on lines for everybody else to see it. Um, so everybody got to see it. And plus, I'm going to put it on the notes here in the comments. Tasteofmana.net, right? Yes, sir. All right, so if anybody wants to go there, definitely encourage you to go and check out some of his music. And if you get an opportunity, definitely um, trade into what what uh, John is doing here because it is powerful. It's really something that I fully believe that this is the kind of stuff that's going to take us into this next age. It's going to it, yeah. it feeds the, the spirit so that you can yeah. engage in the heavens at a much higher level easier it you know it shifts the right side of the brain it right. really just opens that up so that we can enter in much easier yeah so yeah check that out check that out uh john do you have anything else uh, i you know i briefly showed the website um people can go there and check it out for themselves but you got any conferences coming up any books, Heather? Well, we got, <laughs> we've got we've got the conference coming up in November uh, with uh, Chris Carter and and John Graham. And uh, what are the dates on that? that uh, that's the seventh of November, seventh, uh, eighth, ninth, and and tenth. Yeah. yeah, it's it's four day. It's four days actually. It's uh, Thursday through a uh, through Sunday. Seventh to the tenth. Yeah. Seventh through the tenth. Of November in Moravian Falls. Awesome. In Moravian Falls. All right. So that's a, that's great, and uh, so we're excited about that one. Anytime yeah. I get to, to minister with Chris, I'm excited. Exactly. That is great. Yeah. How do people come to that? Is it is it open for people coming to John? Uh, they they need they'll need to register uh, for it uh, to come. It's definitely an open it. Uh, as you know, after being up at, at Scott's with uh, Mike here, uh, the the space is pretty limited. Uh, but um, uh, okay, so is it on a website for people to register anywhere? How do they find out about that? Uh, we'll find Scott, out and let through, people know through Scott. Through Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how he's how he's handling that at this point. Okay, so kind of word of mouth at this point. <laughs> we'll we'll put something on the website. Okay, I'll tell I'll tell I'll, I'll tell him he's got to give me the information to post. He's he's working on his website. He's a he's a voracious writer. He's just and he's been consumed with getting these books done, and uh, so he's neglected his website. But it'll be there. that's. that's so have you got anything that people can purchase, John? Have you got any any uh, CDs for people to buy? Uh, yes, on the on the website there's a music store uh, on the website, and the entire collection of the 432 experience, everything that I do is in 432 uh, hertz tuning frequency, uh, and all of them are available for digital download. Right now, the the only one that's available for physical CDs is the last CD that came out, Gates of Ascension, which is groundbreaking. Um, the Lord, as I was working on it and was sitting in the final mix with it, there are six extended tracks, and he he showed me that each one is a gate that opens to different realms to ascend into and so those are available right now we're very excited about the fact that uh at the conference in november we will be publicly launching it but uh, a new cd is uh coming out we're ready to go into production on it in just about a week and a half uh, to get the final product it's waves of longing and waves of longing is really taking what gates of ascension began and moving it into the next uh, phase, if you will, 
because Waves of Longing, every single track of the seven tracks on it is all about deepening intimacy um, uh, in, in, in uh, Yahweh. And uh, I've been listening to it just because I wanted to make sure that as I'm listening, I'm putting liner notes of what I'm experiencing as I'm listening so that people, when they get the CD, and just for me, I was listening to it this morning and I'm going places, you know, yeah. I'm just, uh, you know, and, yeah. and so it's awesome. We're very excited about it right now. People can order uh, pre-order uh, uh, right now uh, through uh, the 6th of, of September uh, on the website. Uh, they just click on the donate play, uh, page, takes them to PayPal and they can donate. It's $15 plus uh, $3 shipping. Um, uh, to pre-order it, and if they want to do that, that 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 make sure that they've got their copy as soon as it's released. And after that date, it goes to twenty. So, so there's a statement. so you have quite a few videos on here. Uh, do you know how right. many you have? Uh, we've got a YouTube channel, Taste of Mana. Okay. Uh, YouTube channel which is, uh, I think, awesome. I finally, yesterday, as a matter of fact, finally was able to integrate it into one brand channel so that, because people couldn't find it. It just kept getting lost. Uh, but there are a whole number of, of uh, videos on there. And uh, a lot of them are teaching uh, and meditations, uh, as well as a meditation page on the web. I call it a meditation page. Uh, but they're little uh, seven, eight minute uh, audio uh, meditations from, from the eternal realm. I just uh, was scrolling through those so people could see those online. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it looks wonderful. Who does your videos? I do. I do everything. I do everything. Fantastic. <laughs> Gifted man. That's awesome. So, John, if you are teaching, what is your message? What what is your heartbeat you are bringing when you play and when you teach? Well, I've already uh, mentioned it. I, I truly believe that as we transition out of the church age into this next age, out of Pisces into Aquarius, that the predominant uh, atmosphere, the predominant uh, reality of this uh, will be the glorious bride moving uh, in the demonstration of the spirit from the deep, deep, intimate place in uh, in Christ himself. Uh, I, I am constantly energized with the the understanding and the you know we're in an awakening we're not in a revival thank you and this thank you this, this this well this awakening is really uh uh, uh an awakening to who we are and where we are and why we are you know if I, it's just to that's the preacher in me let's be illiterate you know make it an alliteration you know who are we yeah you know, the, the, and, 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 and where are we? Because the church age has us, number one, in an identity crisis of who we are. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and secondly, where are we? We're still operating from the illusion of separation, that heaven is out there somewhere, and we're down here. We're trying to get there, but we're already there. So the, 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 un, the awakening to the fact that we are co-seated not only with Christ, but in him in the heavenly realms. And then when you take that, and then now the purpose for why we are here, and that is to literally be who he is as we are yeah. well, in this earth realm. Now, I know that if there's some new people watching this that are not familiar with what we teach and, and where we're at, um, they're going to think that what you just said is totally new age. 
and and they would they would just write us off at that point. So I just want to encourage anybody who's listening who just heard all this that you not shut it off, but that you actually begin to research this because you need to understand that God is doing something right now. He is shifting things. And just because the new age has spoken of it or they've done it or they've played with it or the, you know, or the LGBT has taken the rainbow or, you know, they haven't. And they, you know, the astrologers, exactly. they never took the stars away from exactly. God. God's always had them. So all these things, when we begin to put them back into a kingdom perspective, is all about what is the father doing for this age and what are we supposed to be stepping into? It is totally exactly. Yeshua based in that he is still the savior. He is still the only way to the father. He's the only way to eternal life. There's no way exactly. around any of that. We're not trying to skirt any of it, but we're just realizing that the enemy has done a great job of taking things away from the kingdom and making the church powerless. And it's time that we start stepping back in, grabbing that stuff, pulling it back into the kingdom and asking yes. Father, okay, how did you intend for this to be used? Exactly. One of the things that, uh, that the mandate, as you, as you asked, is I, I really feel like the Lord has gifted us to... Bring that people that are just even new to this in a way that they can understand. John has a really beautiful gift of of bridging that gap, bringing them from that religious mindset and setting them free through the scriptures. Yeah. So he speaks a lot from the scriptures and validates it through there. So they go, oh, now I see. I mean, I see the light bulbs always going off whenever he speaks. It's like, oh, goodness. That is good. Yeah, the, re the reality is, is everything is through the blood of the Lamb. Everything is in Yeshua. And and I really am seeing the end time harvest. It, it's interesting that, uh, and and I was just um, looking at a passage of scripture uh, and the translation of it is Colossians. I believe it was out of Colossians where he says, and the, and the harvest is already awakened in it in, 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 now. You know, the harvest is not an end time event. The harvest is already here. And uh, and I really believe that this the way to harvest is, is being brought in is through this extravagant, overwhelming, all consuming fire of God's love and the reality of who uh, Yeshua truly is. And, and all of these lies and deceptions that have kept people in new age, yeah. um, I get, you know, I suddenly fall off the same as the boxes are destroyed in the hearts and the minds of those who are locked behind, you know, the doors of the system that kept them in that place of separation. It's an exciting time to be alive. And, Absolutely. And Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, things are going to start winding up and, and, you know, I'm talking about winding up and, you know, getting excited uh, about what's coming that uh, we're going to see some massive, significant changes in the next just five to ten years. Massive, yes. significant changes in the world of technology, but I believe even more so in the world of spiritual technology, because God's not going to be outdone. I, I have no doubt he's not going to be outdone. And as, that, as as the physical technology keeps increasing and going crazy, Father's going to, he's going to be, he's not going to be behind the, the curve. He's going to be in front of that curve. He's already in front of the curve. We're doing things now spiritually that we've, we have not done for 2,000 years. And we're moving right. into things unseen before. In fact, almost everything we see now has been unseen until we saw it. <laughs> it's just right. remarkable what right. Father's doing. Just love it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, you have a gift, John, and there are not too many of you out there like you that mm -hmm. are shifting the sound to what it's supposed to be for this next age to come, for the age to come. And mm -hmm. so I just, again, want to encourage everyone to go to your website, check out what you've got there. Because uh, there's there there is an influx of new people coming, but they're so so few and far between. But there there are more coming, and it's people like you that are going to inspire some of these other people to realize, I do need to step out of that three slow songs, two fast ones. I, they know they need to get out of that and get into something that's just right in the center of the heart of the Father. Right. And one of the things that really impresses me, and this is something that just really began to surface here, not well, just recently, 
is our shifting in the whole area of what worship is. Part of getting out of that three fast, two slow, no mold type of mindset mm -hmm. and trying to get into the prophetic flow, well, that's one thing. But uh, oh, about two weeks ago, as I'm sitting with the Lord, I'm up at like 2.30 every morning. It started, I was getting up at 3.30 and getting about my day. And the Lord said, well, you know, I'd like to spend time with you. And I said, okay. And then he started saying, I'd like to spend time at 3 and then 2.30. And then, you know, I'm learning to go without sleep, actually. Awesome. But, but yeah, I think it's wonderful. Uh, uh, but uh, I asked him, did you have a good nap? Yeah. He, but he, 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 he said, you and I are one. Hmm. Worship is not what you do, it's who you are. And then he said, I am worship. And so I begin to embrace the reality that, in fact, Donna and I had a wonderful conversation. We were driving around, uh, up around uh, the Boone area of North Carolina. And I said, here's, a, here's an interesting question. Does God worship? And of course, the classic answer would be, of course, he doesn't, because worship is something we do to him. Yes. But God is worship because the word worship means honor. And literally everything that God issues from his being, it, it, it comes from a place of that extravagant love and is honored. So when I enter into him and begin to let my song join with his song, then the song really begins to be released into the earth realm in such a way that everything changes. Amen. That's what creation is waiting for, and that's Amen. what's going to come. Well, I love what Chris Carter teaches, uh, and since you, you're, you've you been with him a lot, you'll get this, because I've heard him share it at least twice, if not three times, and it's just one of the most beautiful explanations of what Father's doing. And, and in that, he has poured himself out into all of creation, so he mm -hmm. has poured out worship into all people. So all all things, because even the rocks would cry out to worship. Absolutely. You know, so so he's poured worship out into all of creation that we would worship, you know, bring that back to him and complete the cycle and bring it back to him as we worship him. That it's all exactly. the one thing. It's the Hebrew circle of everything continuing all, all the way around. It, it, it literally is yeah, completing that, but but bringing us into that place of uh, the symphony. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. You know, that word agreement, symphonio, which is, you know, Jesus said, we're two of you agree on anything. It's the word symphonio, which I go symphony. So a symphony is that blending together and the and the releasing and the coming back together again in the movement of of, 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 of so much. Love that. Uh, I love that. Because science has proven that the universe is literally resonating with music. Yeah. Heather mentioned you know, you know, at at Mike Parsons conference on on Sunday morning. Actually, I'm up real early, and I was watching the sun come up, and I went the sound of the sun. I wonder what the sun is singing right now. And I found the video and of course uh, it's very prominent on YouTube where NASA recorded the sound coming from the sun, the sound of the sun. And I was going to, to play it. I had, I had a technical issue that day and couldn't do it, but I have it. And I am, and I've also got the song that the earth is singing. So those two I've got right now and I'm, Number one, I've, I've lengthened him out, so I've got him in a, in a place. I've got the program ability to be able to put him in uh, and begin to um, engage them from a place of uh, a musical place. Wow, that's amazing, John. What, what so sounds I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I think I'm going to be creating some music out of the earth <laughs> and out of the sun, you know, wow. combining it. That's so, amazing. Go ahead. What? What sound is the earth making, John? Uh, when I begin to the, it, it, of course, it's all it's very it's very organic, and it's moving, and there's a lot in it <coughs> where I am almost picking up what sounds like whale songs, whale sound, the way it's moving, and then there are some places where uh, it almost sounds like voices. 
it's very fascinating to me that wow. yeah right. Yeah, that's amazing. So you don't have that on your website at this point, is that true? No, no, not yet. I will, uh, please, that's one thing I can guarantee you would, would take off, it would it would sell. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's not about the money, but I guarantee you that when you put a price on things and you value it, that when people purchase anything when they trade into anything they're trading into they're either trading into their destiny or they're trading away from it you know you can buy a chocolate candy bar and be trading away from your destiny you know because you know if you, if you too many of those anyway but uh yeah i was going to say now wait a minute it's like i know i've done that a few times a lot of times anyway but uh uh but or you can trade into something like what you're talking about to have a piece of music that is designed with the sun and the earth you know as your basis wow what's that going to yeah. do to your spirit as you enter into that that's that's my thinking and of course they've got recordings of the sounds that the other planets are making as well so it's just a and right now i'm flat out in just getting this this latest cd done and in production and once it's in production it's out of my hands it's out of the out of the distribution or the production house and and the products being made and uh but i know that the next thing on my horizon uh is is to engage that along with a book I'm supposed to be writing and along with the teaching, I've got a class coming up on Friday nights uh, in about three weeks uh, that we're going to be teaching. And so I got to get all of that. So things are ramping up and I couldn't be more excited. Awesome. awesome. Well, I, I know that we're uh, kind of coming up to the top of the hour, but honestly, we didn't get started till really late. So we're actually only we've only recorded for about 42 minutes. Do you still have some time? Got plenty of okay. time. Okay, I actually need to go be picking up my wife, who I haven't seen for ten days. But um, uh, I, I've got time too. We'll we'll make it work. I, I'll pray for a path to the Bay Area that is not a parking lot. I I have to um, I have to move locations. It's bedtime oh. in my so I can't make too much noise. So that my household can get some R and R, but um, it's been so great to be on. Love you, John. Love you, Donna. Well, we love you, Heather, and thank you so much for 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 making this happen. We so appreciate you. Yes, yes. Love you, Gil and Athena. Is she back yet from Lindy's conference with Ian? Uh, she's arriving in the airport in about two hours, and it takes a good two to three hours to drive over there. So. Um, I've got to leave here in a little bit, but um, I'm, I, I want to take the next 15 minutes. So Heather, do you need to step off or just relocate? I, I will need to step off, I think, yes. Okay, so, so um, sorry, the, yes. the technical difficulties. That's okay, no problem at all. Love you guys. Love you too, Heather. See you on Friday, Donna. <laughs> all right, we'll love you, Heather. You take care. Bye for now. Bye bye. Sweet dreams. <laughs> so, um, John, give me just a second. I'm going to arrange a couple things here, because um, mm -hmm. uh, with not having her on here, I need to adjust this, and it is interesting here. Been a lot of interesting challenges that. Um, you know, you don't have to touch anything, and yet somehow things change, and you wonder what in the world happened <coughs> that would um, cause this to shift on its own, and yet it has. So, need to use prayer strategy for the frequencies that are. Yeah. Well, that's, a, know, that's absolutely true. In the un unseen realm, actually, you know, I mean, think about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it can be challenging, but um, all right, so let's let's continue. And if anybody out there could tell me if we still have the echo, I would be curious to know. I've been battling an echo from um, guests, and it's some setting, again, that I don't recall touching anything, but uh, something's creating a loop. So someone could let me know if that loop is or that loop is still there the echo uh, I would love to know if 
changing settings like I just did helped. So, so John, again, I am just so absolutely, I, I mean, I can't tell you how ecstatic I am because as I said, people like yourself are few and far between that are understanding the importance of shifting the sound into a place where it's bringing our human spirit, our spirit, our um, kind of trying to be careful of the language because, uh, you know, it really does sound a lot like new age. And yet we're not talking about new age. We're talking about what the father and what God has created and how it's working and how it's functioning and how it's shifting to bring what you called an awakening. That is a very, very good word. I've never been comfortable with the revival thing. Revivals are just up and down, up and down. It's like, mm -hmm. can we do something transformative, you know, that really just changes us forever? <laughs> and right. this is doing that. This is moving right. people that direction. Right. So right. are you teaching other people how to do what you're doing? Oh, uh, yes. And, uh, you know, not, not necessarily in a technical sense, but because uh, uh, a lot of what I'm doing is computer generated and all of that. That may come along. I'm open to it, which I, I can do. But in, in teaching um, us how as, um, and I'm careful with my language because I, you know, it, it, I, I understand where you're coming from, and I come from the same same way. Uh, helping people to understand that um, when I say that we are a song, that's that is literally true. That's physically true. Quantum physics or has has proven it. Our DNA, they have mapped out. You can have your song mapped out on your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And the, what I what I saw now this has been some time ago when I was I was taken into the heavenly realm and I actually saw the immense undefinable ocean. I was I had been just looking at where Paul was saying that you would know the the depth and the height and the length and the width of the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And as I'm doing that, I was caught up and I saw this uh, ocean of energy. Again, this sounds like, you know, strange stuff, but everything that exists that we call matter exists because of the movement of frequency mm -hmm. or the movement of energy according to the vibration of frequency. Yes, yes. Einstein said, if you want to know matter, it's just frequencies moving in such a way uh, to become perceptible. There's no such thing as matter. So everything is frequency. And so what I saw in this, this ocean, and if you think of an ocean, and you start thinking of the bubbles, and bubbles are spheres, and I began to see spheres. And they're, and they're spheres of influence, the only way I can describe it. Every created thing is in a sphere. And you look at my, scripture, uh, uh, in, in Genesis, God created this after its own kind, according to its own kind. He made this according to its own kind, and he fashioned man according to his image. So there is a sphere in the frequencies of the ocean that's, that's infinite that define what that created thing is in, in, in the universe. And so it's it's like that sphere of influence. It's a, it's if that makes any sense, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. So a dog is in this, and a cat is in this, and a tree is in this, and this entire ocean is moving. All of the planets, everything is moving in it. We are the only created thing that has the capacity to expand that sphere. <laughs> wow. That's why alternate frequencies were coming into into a awareness of frequencies that actually yes new age picked up on this a long time ago because the church slammed the door yeah. but it is a reality that frequencies affect us and so uh like 432 that i i do all my music in i has a tremendous healing capacity uh, it opens everything's up, everything up. It balances things. But anyway, I am seeing as 
we go higher or expand our hearts in God, our bandwidth is expanding. And as our bandwidth is expanding, we're going into ever higher frequencies. The lower frequencies root us. Hmm. Base frequencies root us into an earthly realm. The higher frequencies always open us up to higher and higher places, higher dimensionally, not yeah. not directionally. And so, go ahead. Well, I just you're you're kind of touching on some things, and I, I again I want to be careful of the language we use. Uh, Nancy Cohen uses the the terms the um, seven seals. Okay. And um, it just it makes a lot of sense that we're made of energy. And I don't know if you've ever he heard of field theory. I think it's called field theory. It's been like 30, 35 years since I've studied it a little, a little bit. But we studied field theory, and it, and it you know, was um, uh, what they were trying to understand is how you could take, you know, it was stem cells. They were taking stem cells. And if, uh, you know, at a very young age, you know, an infant, if you if you took those stem cells and the infant maybe had a finger cut off or you know that the, those stem cells knew to become a finger you could take those same stem cells you could put them on the ear and it knew to become an ear how did right. it know this other than uh, you know the, the the idea was field theory and that um, the energy you know of that field that field energy or the energy that that field was putting off is what told it what to become. And so, you know, it's a fascinating study. And, and, and so our body carries these different fields of energy. And it's just scientific. It's not woo-woo stuff. You know, no, again, it's it not Hindu chakras. It's, I, I believe Nancy's got it right, the seven seals that when opened up and released begin to you know create something in our in our body that uh, brings a health and a healing I mean Nancy Cohen's not been sick in 40 years I think she said you know it's just these incredible uh, things that the body we've not let ourselves study it as Christians because again other you know it's been fear fear-based we've been afraid because other systems other groups have taken it and twisted it and yet we need to begin to start pulling some of that stuff back into the kingdom and asking the Father, how did you intend for this to be used? And how right. can we start, you know, reintegrating it into the kingdom? And I can, I, you know, and I'm sorry for any new listeners that, are, that haven't heard any of this before. We're not, you know, we are just on the cups, cups of stepping into something that the Father has for us that can only come when we can walk without fear. And we can Absolutely. only walk without fear when we are fully seated with Yeshua in him, knowing who we are, and can just step into these things that the Father wants to begin to reveal to us. That's why the revelation is becoming so powerful right now. People are beginning to Absolutely. just say, I'm done with the, the restraints that the, the box has put around me, and I'm going to start stepping out into the things that resonate with my spirit and not be afraid of it. And as we're doing that, we're coming into a, a system of love. You know, God yes. is love. And when we yeah. deny yeah. that, yeah. we're off right. course and, already. And, yeah, and that's been something that, that uh, and I was just in a conversation here just in the last couple of days, uh, of, of there's so much where people are resonating with uh, still the mindsets of the, uh, the viewpoint of, of the end times and the wrath and the and the vengeance and the devil and the enemy and all of these kind of things and they and I've had people say what is your position on these things and I say I have my position is that that kind of thing is as far down on my radar as it can get because there's one thing that cancels everything and that is the and 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 father told me he says it's furious love and, and I said furious because my mindset immediately goes to, you know, anger. But when you look at 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, and you read it out of, out of the lens of the heart of God and not the refrigerator uh, sappy sentimental, you know, hey, pin this on your refrigerator. Right, right. Right, a valentine. Yeah. No, everything about 1 Corinthians 13 is about love that literally 
is is so intense. Our God is a consuming fire. It's so intense. That's why Song of Songs says that that you know it's the vehement flame of Yah. Yeah. That that consumes all things. Why? Because it literally cancels all of these other things that would stand in the way of 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 the restoration of who we really are. That's why I am am I'm alive with who are we, why are we, and or where are we and why are we is literally coming into that place where and, and it's a it's a ground you know it's literally something you know, the United States is a microcosm of what's happening on the world in, in the realm of, of Christianity and, 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 the, and the spirit. We think we've got the answer to everything, but we're lagging way behind when you start thinking of all of these transitionaries that are coming to us from other countries. And we're going, well, who do these people that? Well, listen, they're way ahead. Yeah. You know, they, most of them haven't been burdened with the boxes to get rid of that we have. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, th this is crazy. It's totally crazy. My wife would say even more so. It's really crazy. But I'm like, if there were a way that I could have another child to raise another baby and to raise it without all the restrictions and mindsets that were taught to me and that I even taught to my current children because now they're way ahead of the game. But how much more if, if you could raise a child knowing what we know now so I mean, we're in it. We're we're in that place where people are having children, obviously, and they have the opportunity to begin sharing right. with them without the restrictions and all the walls that we've put up. Right. And I don't know how many generations it's going to take before we we get to that place where someone arises that doesn't have to deconstruct so much garbage that they never get to the real truth of who they are but that they are raised in an environment where they have few things to deconstruct. They're able to just step into the truth of who they are in Yeshua and just become that, the, you know, the full mature son that we're all waiting for. And it's, all, it's yeah. only going to take one, just like Roger Bannister. It's only going to take one, and then there's going to be many that will come behind. So That's yes. exactly right. And that's accelerating. Yes. That's accelerating. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, the, the time frame that we've operated, of course, now now we're getting into everything that, you know, like Chris Carter talks about and everything. We really don't know what time it is anyway, but that's a whole other issue. But it's accelerating. What I'm experiencing now is exponentially faster to the 10th power, 20th yeah. power, whatever, than what I was experiencing back in the 70s. What was taking me plodding through things back then is now just snapping just as this fast and and uh so i i i'm ecstatic you know I've, I, people were telling me that you know you you start looking at everything that's going on around the world today and and you know you're you're focusing you see all of this stuff you see the violence and the perversion and the shaking and the whole nine yards and i shake my head and i say you know all of it's irrelevant and they look at me like you got two heads. I said, no, all I see is glory. Yeah. Because the Lord, the Lord set Isaiah 60 verses one through the beginning of verse four. And the passion translation is awesome because the beginning of verse four, the Lord says through the prophet, lift up your eyes higher, look all around you and believe. Yeah. Yeah. Faith. And the Lord says, faith sees from the place of heaven. And re faith is not, Paul says we walk by faith, not by sight, but he doesn't mean that faith is blind. Right. Because just a few verses before, he says, we don't look at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so Father says, you know, when you elevate your, lift your eyes up and begin to, begin to see as I see from your exalted place in heaven. Exactly. Then you begin to see what it looks like from the earth perspective isn't real right exactly i just say that we're living in a you know the matrix is real we're all living in it it's a matrix of lies that the enemy mm -hmm. has placed over us so that we can't see the truth of who we really are in christ the father Absolutely. only sees us as he sees us in christ where we are perfect that's who he sees that's who he's dealing with we need to engage with our perfected self on you know 
it's like what you dwell on and what you focus on is what you will become. And so we can gaze on ourselves as perfected in Christ and then live that out in this realm and just stop believing all the lies. If you're believing lies, stop. <laughs> just stop. Right. I mean, we're all in right. that process of breaking off the lies. That's why I like the lie busters. They got a great program going. So just a little plug for them. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's so good stuff. Fun. Well, we're basically finally at the hour mark. And John, I, I, I'm going to have to run right now, but I want to reconnect with you very soon. Um, Please do. Because uh, I, I just feel like we just started scratching the surface. So um, I don't know if you have a chance to shoot me an email and, and I'll um, try to reconnect with you in the next day or two. But um, sure. love Absolutely. you. Love you, Donna. Thank you guys for coming on here. Wonderful. Well, this has been, to meet you. yeah, this has been just uh, awesome. You know, I mean, I've been really excited about it and looking forward. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Well, it's been good. You know, the only John Carter I ever heard of until I just met you was the John Carter of the movie. Well, that, you know, they blew my cover. They did. In fact, they, they blew my cover because I spent a lot of time on Barzoom. <laughs> just, just consider it just one of the dimensions that we can go to. Exactly. Exactly. That's Love right. it. Love it. Well, uh, we're not going to be able to have the behind the scenes portion. We, we had some technical difficulties toward the beginning and we spent 20 minutes or so on that. And um, so I apologize to our, our members, but just I do want to absolutely thank each and every one of you for supporting us. Uh, we can't do this without you, seriously, literally. And there's so much more that we do want to do. And your support helps us get the message out there. And uh, if we have the support, we're actually going to be able to do some fantastic things here pretty soon. So we're just asking uh, you to ask the Father if uh, this is a kingdom thing that you would like to trade into. Definitely go visit uh, John's website. Give it to us one more time, John. It's uh, www.tasteofmana.net. Tasteofmana.net. Love it. It's a good Excellent. website. I like it. Thank you. All right. Blessings to everyone. Take care. Thank Bless you, girl. Bye-bye. Bye.